0: This episode of Money Honestly by Caché is brought to you by USAA. If you're currently serving a veteran who served honorably or an eligible family member, they've got your back through every stage of life. To learn more, visit USAA.com. Hi, this is Money Honestly. I'm Jana Heron, and today, Dara Singh, a reporter on my team at Yahoo Finance and Caché, is joining us We'll be talking about the changing retirement landscape during the pandemic. (music) Dara, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So let's start. So here we are many, many months into this pandemic, and we've seen the stock market do crazy things. Um, You know, people are losing their jobs, but what? What's the status of retirement saving for for a lot of people right now?
1: You know, the interesting thing is that despite kind of the roller coaster with the stock market we went through earlier this year, and just everything that's going on with more than fifty five million people impl- unemployed filing for unemployment claims, balances have actually increased this quarter, according to Fidelity. Um, and even just the amount of millionaires rebounded. So if we want to talk about millionaires, uh, specifically this quarter, Fidelity reported 224,000 401k millionaires, where last quarter that number was just 150,000. So although 224,000 isn't, that, isn't a record high, it's fairly close to the record high that was um at the end of last year, 233,000. So we definitely saw a rebound there. And then with, you know, even IRAs, like, um, you know, just as as a background, IRAs, these are your pre-tax retirement accounts that aren't employer sponsored, but we saw that number stand at 204,000 this quarter, um, quarter two of 2020, where, quarter one, it was actually 157,000. So we actually saw kind of a great turnaround here, which is surprising because um, like we had talked about, you know, April, May and June were kind of very hard for a lot of Americans in terms of jobs.
0: And so when you say millionaires, this is like people who have accounts that have at least a million dollars in them. So it's either your 401k or an IRA
1: account. Yes. Yes, that is the case. And just to be clear, you know, this is kind of a sample size. This is representative of just fidelity.
0: Right, they, they do um, administer a lot of those retirement accounts. So that probably is um, a good representat- representation of what's happening. What about like overall balances? Because you said, yeah, there's a small number of people who actually have a million dollars in their retirement accounts, but balances in general, how, how did they do?
1: They also increased. I would say, um, so if we look at, since we were just talking about IRA balances, IRA balances are hovering around 111500 This is a 13% spike from last quarter. Um, although, although it's only a 0.9% increase from a year ago, like it's still rebounded from last quarter. And also your 401k plans jumped to 104400 which is also a 14% spike and yeah it's it's kind of good news especially during the pandemic it's something you wouldn't expect that's true and i mean a lot of this is probably
0: because the stock market while it tanked in march and so you also saw it rebound
1: quite a bit yeah it so yeah just some simple you know looked at how the S&P rose we saw it increase 20 21 percent in the second quarter of this year so um, and some experts brought in good points when you have 401ks a lot of the investments may be exposed to fang FANG stocks which are your you know facebook apple amazon netflix um, google along with microsoft you know these stocks have been fairly strong so It um, really bolstered the balances there. Right, right. Tech stocks
0: have been pretty strong because people are using their Netflix and people are using Amazon and people need Google or Google Classroom during this pandemic, especially when people were um, quarantined or shut down. So that makes a lot of sense. But like you said, lots of people have lost their jobs or have been furloughed or You have some kind of reduced income or cut wages um, because the economy hasn't fully come back, um, as we've seen. So are there people who, even though maybe their balances are rising, they are tapping into their retirement savings because um, they need the money?
1: Yes. You know, if we if we just step away just from looking at Fidelity's eyes and we look at even other financial firms such as Charles Schwab, um, then we see that, you know, they are overall, they have noticed kind of um, an uptick in withdrawals, even though it's still less than 10% in their eyes. And yeah, these are COVID related distributions and these are loans as well. And can you
0: review, didn't the CARES Act make it a little bit easier for people to withdraw or
1: um, take a loan from their 401k? Yes. So the great thing about the CARES Act is um, originally passed earlier this year is that if you're going through a tough time financially due to a coronavirus-related hardship, you can um, take out up to $100,000 from your 401k. And this is and this will be excused of the 10% penalty, which is, um, which is great news for a lot of people. Is it excused from the tax? No, but you do have up to three years to pay back the tax. So you do have some leeway there.
0: Right, right. And also, if you end up actually paying back the amount you took out within those three years, you can avoid that tax altogether, right? Yes, that's true. That's definitely true. So I don't know if everybody is aware, but that 10% penalty that you're talking about, that happens if you withdraw before what you're 59 and a half.
1: Is yes, that right? exactly. 59 and a half.
0: So it's an early withdrawal. It's there to keep people from actually tapping their, their retirement savings. But in this case, obviously the cares act made it easier because lawmakers realized people are facing bad, bad times.
1: Yeah. And you know, another way this can help you too, is if you, if you kind of owed back a 401k loan this year, too, you have an extra year to pay it back. So definitely some leeway there as well.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So some people, like you said, about 10% are, are are dipping into their retirement savings to help them through this time. Are there any people out there that are actually increasing their savings or are taking advantage of, you know, maybe they still have their job, but they're not spending as much because they can't go out as much?
1: Yeah. You know, what's so interesting about what we're just talking about is the the narrative has always been that um, the millennial generation through you know, through the great recession. And then this is, this could be their double, um, double punch here, right. But they're actually, you know, we've, there's actually a lot of good stuff around happening. Um, this generation, like we're the fidelity study actually saw that the pandemic boosted millennial savings rates in quarter two with IRA accounts, increasing more than 20% year over year. And, um, like we had talked about IRAs or pre-tax, but Roth IRAs, which you know are an amazing tool, as experts say, because if you you know if you've had a Roth IRA for five years, you can really withdraw without being penalized. Um, so we saw Roth IRAs, post-tax um, retirement accounts, they saw the largest jump, thirty-six percent year-over-year growth. Um, for millennials and fifty percent increase in contributions, so I guess it's safe to say that millennials are really um, taking advantage of this, uh, you know, of this time just to refocus their on their finances. Thanks for tuning
0: in to this episode of Money Honestly by Cachet, brought to you by USAA. If you're currently serving a veteran who served honorably or an eligible family member, USAA has your back. They can help you manage your money and protect what's important to you. With roots grounded in the military, they understand what their members are made of and can offer financial products and tools that fit their unique needs. For those who sacrifice so much for a nation, USAA is here to serve you. To learn more, visit USAA.com. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. Right. And what about um, other workers in general? Did did either Fidelity or Schwab or people you've talked to, do people increase actually how much they're putting into their 401k from each paycheck?
1: Um, yeah, one second. Yeah, so it's interesting. So in Fidelity, across the board, across the board, 9% of investors actually increased their contribution rates. I wouldn't say it's a huge amount, but it's um, yeah, besides millennials overall, it seems that people are, there are people um, taking that effort there. And it's this is interesting too, that there's, uh, there's people like us who um, we're not necessarily maybe on the front lines, but even those on the front lines of the pandemic, like those in the healthcare industry, of workers also increased their contribution rate in Q2 2020. So it was just interesting uh, tidbit to note there. That is interesting. And what about people who
0: are already retired? You know, they're going, um, like my parents, for example, already retired and watching all this fallout. How are they doing when it comes to their savings that they are depending on now?
1: So it's almost twofold in a way because in one way, this generation has, you know, it's actually has been pretty good when it comes to having a home, not having mortgage payments. We saw, um, according to an Edward Jones study, 78% of retirees own homes, 60% of which have no mortgage payments whatsoever. So that's great. But despite being in that scenario, we're seeing a lot of retirees now worry about their adult children during this time. Almost close to one in two are saying the pandemic has made them worry about their children even more. And believe it or not, like so many, the majority of which 70, 71 percent of retirees are saying that they would they would jeopardize their their um, remainder years their financial future for their children if it means helping them out.
0: Oh well that's that's definitely you can I can see my parents feeling that way too but I wouldn't want them to do that um but generally they're when they're looking at their own finances they're doing pretty well versus maybe some you know that's why they're worrying about their kids who Mm -hmm. might be losing their jobs or getting furloughed for example.
1: Yeah and yeah, that's so true. And it's interesting that, um, you know, already one fourth of parents with adult children, we're talking 24 million Americans, they've already provided um, so financial support during the pandemic. So I think it's just going to be kind of um, a waiting game to see if that number increases for the rest of the year. Since
0: we're talking about retirees, a lot of retirees depend on Social Security, right? Um but you found that a lot of these layoffs and things that are happening right now in the job market could actually impact uh, social security in the future.
1: Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes. So it's this, I mean, the concern that social security, the old age and survivors insurance trust fund is going to, be depleted by 2035. That was the original um, finding there by the trustees. It's not; it's no new news that that is should be a concern, but it's always placed on the back burner. So I was really curious, well, as we're seeing 55 million people and more at this time file for unemployment claims, less people are going to be paying into this system. And I actually was able to learn about other factors from other experts, but this just alone, I'm just thinking, well, that means less dollars going to the system. And that means that that 235 date may be pushed earlier. And experts are saying, um, I talked to Peter Earl. He's an economist at the American Institute for Economic Research. He said that date could be as early as 2032. So that's a little, um, in retirement, you always think about the three-legged stool and Tensions are a different, or maybe a story for another time, but one of the other pegs are really um, Social Security. So if that's in jeopardy, then people better start saving right now.
0: Right. So you might be getting less from Social Security than you may have thought or, um, and so that would, especially if you're not that far off from retirement, that might change your calculus. Um, Yeah, how does one figure out how much you need to retire? (laughs)
1: You can actually, so without going into super specifics, there is a worksheet you can actually access on, um, on the social security page. So there's resources there that you can check. You can also talk to a financial advisor, someone you trust who's probably um, a fee only fiduciary. And um, so that, that would be helpful as early as possible I think something that is interesting that could be worth talking about is there's actually more to the story right now during the pandemic related to social security. Um, one of Dean Baker, one of the economists I talked to, he said that it's also it's also the fact that we're putting in um, you know with all the stimulus. The stimulus bill that was passed, the more dollars you're pumping out of the system, the less value the dollar will have. And then therefore, um, the value of kind of the Social Security fund as it is, it might weaken, Um, which means eventually people, the payouts they're going to get might be worth less.
0: Oh, okay, That's really interesting. And the other new wrinkle that happened this past weekend was President Trump. signing an executive memorandum or order about deferring payroll taxes. So that's your social, social security taxes you pay and your employer pays. And I talked to a few experts actually on this and, you know, who knows if it's going to be carried out a (laughs) B who knows if it's going to be a deferral, meaning that you don't have to pay it now, but you have to pay it later. Um, or if it actually becomes a forgiven amount, but if it becomes a forgiven amount, there's another way that we're not paying into the system as you're talking about or as much.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that's a, without, you know, kind of, you know, that's what president Trump's um, I think that's what he said his intentions are, but it's worth noting, you know, the payroll tax raises about 945 billion per year for social security. So um And we've seen both kind of President Trump and even Joe Biden hint at, you know, they don't wanna take away social security necessarily, but if we're taking away the payroll tax, um, we might have to, I I would just be curious what the next step solution is.
0: Right, it doesn't make the whole funding social security that much better, (laughs) it makes it worse, right? So, all right, so enough about social security, but I think that is a really interesting point. Um But, given everything that you've learned during the pandemic and watching um, the stats come in about retirement, what kind of advice would you give to people who are are currently saving for retirement right now?
1: I would say don't dip into your retirement savings unless it's completely absolutely necessary. I think. I mean, if I can one second, like we're all we already saw that um, there was a recent bank rate study, I think a few months back, but it was just it basically pointed to the fact that so many Americans pre pandemic couldn't even um, didn't even have enough for like a four hundred dollar emergency. So I would say, you know, really put away money and start building your emergency fund to have three to six months worth of expenses locked in and to be quite frank now that we're in a pandemic it might even make sense to increase it to a year um so that's that and i think in a time like this it would it would be helpful to see if you can if you wanna if you wanna save for retirement and you're trying to stretch your dollars as far as you can see if you can negotiate in other places of your life such as if you're paying rent can you negotiate your rent lower with your landlord so you can put more money towards um your future
0: that's good advice and also a lot of people if you're still employed and you're not spending as much because you're not going to movies and you're not going on big vacations like maybe that money also you can just let's sock it away
1: yeah you can increase i mean yeah you know it's it's August, you have October, November, um, I mean, you have September, October, November, December, you, you can contribute up to 9,500 in your 401k. If you're 15 older, that's another six hundred six thousand five hundred $6,500. If you have an IRA, another $6,000. If you have a Roth IRA, another $6,000 and an extra, an extra 1000 if you're 15 older. So, um, even if you think you're saving and you maybe hurt a little like, hey, what do I do next? Well, you can always put more. So
0: that's, that's true. And also, if we ever get that second round of stimulus checks and you don't need to use it right away, there's another place to put it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. In terms of just the state of retirement and just the focus on that, from all the experts that I've talked to, it seems that um, while a solution for Social Security comes into you know more public awareness while we wait for these things to happen, the best advice would be to kind of look out for your own self and yeah, save.
0: Yeah, that's actually very good advice because you can't necessarily wait for someone to save you. Um and you can do whatever you can to um put yourself in a better position. So thank you, Dara, for joining us today on Money Honestly. And thanks for everyone listening head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Money Honestly by Cache, brought to you by USAA. If you're currently serving a veteran who served honorably or an eligible family member, they've got your back through every stage of life. To learn more, visit USAA.com.